Father, take full control of our service tonight. Father, speak to your people. We have gathered here to hear your voice. We have gathered here to commune with you, oh God. We are not here to listen to a man. We are here to listen to our God. Every resistance will fall. Every resistance is falling. Every resistance is falling. In the mighty name of Jesus. rise God his eminence the great I am the king of kings the Lord of Lords the Lord of hosts he has ascended his throne tonight thank you God in Jesus mighty name we pray and the believers will shout a huge amen The price of determination. <laughs> the price of determination. Kindly turn your Bibles with me to Judges chapter 19, the verse number 1 through 30. Judges chapter 19, the verse number 1 through 30 reading from the New Living Translation. (laughs) 
saying this I will get there there was a man which you see you need to understand the Bible is saying in those days Israel had no king so the Bible is trying to say that the rest of the events that are going to happen after here is as a result of the absence of a king or absence of of of, of a God ordained leader in the country in those days israel had no king so the rest of the events that are going to happen that i'm going to talk about is as a result of the absence of a king in the country the absence of a king in the city the absence of a king in the ministry follow carefully my preaching is like this right from the beginning we have started those who understand understand those who do not understand will not there are some preachings they can preach before they start but in our preachings right from the beginning we have started which means that when you miss the beginning it will be very difficult to follow the rest of the the rest of the message so pay close attention to this everything i am going to be talking about is going to happen because there was no king in israel there was a man from the tribe of Levi living in a remote area of the hill country of Ephraim one day he brought home a woman from Bethlehem one day he brought home a woman from Bethlehem in Judah to be his concubine one day he brought home he brought home a woman to be so one day so this man had no relationship with the person this man had no love for the person this man didn't know the background checks of the person in any way the bible said just one day the man decided to bring home a woman to make the woman his concubine and this right here is very important just one day verse 2 the bible said but the woman became angry with him and returned to her father the woman became angry with him and returned to her father's home in bethlehem after after about four months now when you read the new living translation you might not really understand because the the the, the this particular translation is trying to up the full story so when you read the new king the new 
the New King James Version, the Bible said, Judges chapter 19, verse 2, the Bible said, But his concubine played the harlot against him and went away from him to her father's house at Bethlehem in Judah and was there for whole months. Is somebody getting the story now? So a man goes out chasing after women, sleeping with women. This is this has been the lifestyle of the man. But one day this man decides to bring home a woman to make the woman his concubine. You need to understand the reason why this man was able to do this was because there was no king in those days. You see, in our time, we have some men going out on a regular and coming back home with strange women. We have women going out and coming back home with strange women or with strange men. How are these acts possible? These acts are possible because there is no cane in our land. There is no cane in the church. What am I talking about? The king is Jesus Christ. He is the king of kings. When the king of kings is around, the people cannot misbehave. The people cannot act anyhow. The people cannot live anyhow. You cannot just go out and bring home a woman. You cannot just go out and go and sleep by a man. It doesn't happen in the presence of a king. These things are only possible when the king is not around. What am I saying? Any Christian under the sound of my voice who feels the need to go out and bring a girl at home and just have fun with them doesn't have the cane in his life if the person is a woman she doesn't have the cane who is jesus christ in her life because in the presence of the cane these acts are not permitted if the king is in your life now in those days israel had no king so anybody could just go out and bring home a woman but in our days in prayer life the king is here and if truly you are part of us you are you are joined equally with us you can never go out and bring out you can never go out and bring home strange men strange women no it doesn't happen in the presence of the king these acts are not allowed but follow carefully so the woman got angry because she didn't love the man in any way so the woman also started sleeping around so the bible said his concubine played the harlot against him and the woman went away to to her father's house for four whole months verse 3 husband set out for bethlehem to speak personally to her and persuade her to come back when the man was making the woman his concubine he never spoke to her and he never convinced or tried to persuade her no the bible said the man went out and bring uh, sorry and brought back a woman follow carefully but this time around 
when the man wanted to win the heart of that woman the bible said this time her husband set out for bethlehem to speak personally to her you have to have the ability to speak personally to the people you love and if they love you they will be able to speak personally to you some of you are married you are going through troubles in your marriages you are going through difficulties in your marriages and yet you are not speaking personally to your spouses you are not speaking personally to the people you love some of you are, are dating some of you are caught and some of you are engaged you are planning on marrying and yet you cannot speak personally to them you cannot even try to persuade your spouse to listen to you or to 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 make time for you you will never enjoy your marriage you will never enjoy your relationship until you you master the act of speaking personally to your spouse or to your partner her husband set out for bethlehem to speak the man traveled to speak personally to the woman the man traveled there are men who can take it upon themselves to travel to come and see you wherever you are just to speak personally to you at least in our time it has become easier you do not even need to travel to speak personally to the people you love you can just do it on the phone you can just do it on your whatsapp how can you you still cannot master the act of speaking personally to the people you love when i talk about the people you love i'm not just talking about a life partner i am also talking about a relative i am also talking about a friend i'm also talking about anybody else that you are not engaged to but you love follow carefully the man set out for bethlehem to speak personally to her and persuade her to come back some of you have lost some good friends if only you had spoken personally to them some of you have lost some great friends if only you had spoken personally to them some of you have lost some great men of god if only you had spoken personally to them but you kept your matter to yourself you kept your trouble to yourself you were unwilling to open up the bible said he took with him a servant and a pair of donkeys when he arrived at her father's house her father saw him and welcomed him i speak for every man under the sound of my voice from today when you set out to chase after a woman a woman that you want to marry i declare that they are fathers i declare that they are fathers they will accept you and welcome you i declare that they are fathers they will accept you and love you in the mighty name of jesus they will not frown when you are talking to them they will not be angry when you are talking to them it doesn't matter your educational level when you go and speak to them they will smile they will meet you up with a welcoming heart in the mighty name of Jesus. I am speaking to every woman under the sound of my voice. When you got when you get to your husband's house, the appearance will love you, the appearance will respect you, the appearance will welcome you, they will treat you like family. You will not be a slave, but you'll be family. You will not be a slave, but you'll be family. You will not be a slave, but you'll be family. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, there is not a single man, a single woman under the sound of my voice who will not be welcome in a place they belong in the mighty name of Jesus you shall be welcomed 
When he arrived at the man's house, her father saw him and welcomed him. Verse 4. Her father urged him to stay a while. So he stayed three days eating, drinking, and sleeping there. There is a problem here that I want all of us to pay attention to. The price of determination. I will hit on that very soon. I am still building my point. The Bible said he stayed there three days. He was eating, drinking, and sleeping there. Hmm. Can I shock you? There is nothing wrong with eating. There is nothing wrong with drinking. And there is nothing wrong with sleeping. But it only becomes a problem when, when the place you are doing these things, the place is not your usual place. What am I saying? Ecclesiastes chapter 3 verse 13. Ecclesiastes chapter 3 verse 13 the Bible said and people should eat people should drink and people should enjoy the fruit of their labor for these are the gifts from God there is nothing wrong with eating if you labored for the food there is nothing wrong with drinking if you labored for the wine there is nothing wrong with sleeping if you have worked hard and you are only resting but it only becomes a problem when you didn't labor for these things these days there are women who want to eat and yet they have not labored there are women who want to drink and yet they have not labored there are men who want to eat and they have not labored there are men they want to drink but they have not labored for the Bible said people should eat and drink and enjoy the fruits of their labor for these three things are the gifts from God whenever you are eating and drinking and sleeping and having fun and you are doing it at the expense of another man that is what we call laziness I just give you a different definition of laziness whenever you are eating and drinking and sleeping at the expense of another man that is what we call laziness these things are the gifts from god ecclesiastes chapter 3 verse 13 these three things they are the gifts from god you are only supposed to enjoy them if you are the one paying for them some of you you are always eating this is the reason why these days people are rushing for relationships like something because everybody wants to eat without laboring everybody wants to drink without laboring the whole point about being a slave queen is about eating and drinking without laboring that another man will labor just for us to enjoy the fruits of your labor these things are gifts from god ecclesiastes chapter 8 verse 15 the bible said so i recommend having fun 
The Bible is saying, I recommend having fun. There is nothing wrong with having fun. Do you think God is against having fun? It is even in the Bible. God approves of having fun. If you have the money, you can go out and chill, go out and chill. If you have the money, you can go out and have fun, go out and have fun. Because the Bible is saying, I recommend having fun. Having fun is a recommendation. It is not a right. It is a recommendation. <laughs> I recommend having fun because there is nothing better for people in this world than to eat listen listen pay attention to this when we say you are having fun the Bible is describing what it means to have fun I recommend having fun because there is nothing better for people in this world than to eat so if you are going to have fun then you are going to a place to eat number one <laughs> is somebody learning something the first definition biblical definition of having fun number one is eating going out to eat that is having fun number two drinking going out to drink going out to drink we are not talking about alcohol we are talking about cocktails we are talking about soft drinks we are talking about non-alcoholic drinks we are not talking about alcohol and all those strong wine and stuff no that's all we are talking about vodka and all that if that is your definition of having fun then you are not having fun in a godly way because there is a way to have fun in a godly way and the third thing is enjoy life enjoy life means that enjoy the things that come your way in this life if you have a car enjoy that car if you have a husband enjoy that husband if you have a wife enjoy that wife if you have a laptop enjoy that laptop if you have a full screen tv enjoy it that means enjoy life do you see grinding there that when people go out to have fun christians their definition of having fun is going out to to grind hey club The Bible said that way they will experience some happiness along with the hard work God gives them under the sun. So these things are supposed to complement the hard work that God gives us under the sun. So if these are the only three things you do without working hard, you are lazy. You only go out to eat, you go out to drink, you enjoy life, and you are not working hard. You are still not fulfilling your purpose because the Bible said that way they will experience some happiness. They will experience some happiness. Going out, to, going out on a date with your wife, you go and enjoy some happiness. That is why the Bible is saying, going out to drink, you go and enjoy some happiness along with the hard work. So you do not throw away your hard work as a result of the fun you are having. Only slave queens do that. Only slave queens do that. Verse 5, the Bible said, Judges chapter 19 verse 5 the Bible said on the fourth day the man was up early ready to leave but the woman's father said said to his son-in-law have, have something to eat before you go the man got up early to leave <laughs> 
Work with me. The man got up early, ready to leave. But the woman's father said to his son-in-law, Have something to eat before you go. Verse 6. So the two men sat down together and had something to eat and drink. Then the woman's father said, Please stay another night and enjoy yourself. Follow the projection of the story. The, sorry, the progression of the story. Follow carefully. The man has gone to speak to his wife, or let me say his concubine, trying to get the woman back. But the more he tries, the more the, the father-in-law insists, please rest, please rest, please rest. Follow carefully. Hmm. Please stay another night and enjoy yourself. Can you believe that these trivial things that I've started talking about today will end up in a civil war? I'm asking. Can you believe that this story that I've started telling you will end up in a civil war? <laughs> it's so weird the things that can lead to civil wars this thing that i'm talking about can it, it is going to lead in a civil war follow carefully now the bible said verse 7 the man got up to leave but his father-in-law kept urging him to stay so he finally gave in and stayed the night he finally what gave in and stayed the night so the man has stayed three days on the fourth day he wanted to leave but the man the father-in-law kept on urging him please stay please stay please stay so the bible said the man finally gave in and stayed the night I don't know who is urging you to do something that you don't want to do. I don't know who is urging you to to buy something you don't want to buy. I don't want you. I don't, I don't know who is urging you to invest into something you don't want to do it. But you must not give in if God doesn't approve. You must never give in if God doesn't approve. You must never give in if God doesn't approve. Verse eight. On the morning of the fifth day. Now we have got it to the fifth day. Follow carefully. On the morning of the fifth day, he he was up early again. Somebody say early again, early again. You need to understand something. Some of you you got up early to st to study for your exams, but you didn't do well. Some of you you got up early to talk to your wife, but it didn't go well for you. Some of you you got up early to do something, but it wasn't fruitful, and you are thinking because you got up early to do it and it didn't go well for you because you stayed up all night and did it, it didn't go well for you. You won't do it again but tell your neighbor do it again do it again the emphasis is on the word again the bible said on the fourth day the man got up earlier but the man the father-in-law insisted that he sleeps overnight but on the fifth day he got up early again i don't know who is about to give in but try 
try and do it again. I don't know who is about to give up, but try and do it again. I don't know who is losing heart, but try and do it again. I don't know who is giving up, but try and do it again. You tried this ministry thing. It didn't go well for you. Try it again. I don't know that thing that you believed God for, you prayed for, and yet you didn't see the manifestation. Do it again. The prayer of doing it and again is not the prayer that we must pray for God alone. It is also a prayer that we ought to pray for ourselves. As men, sometimes it becomes difficult when we do something and we do not see the desired results. I have come to know that some learned people have written that it is foolishness to do the same thing over and over and over again, expecting different results. But I came to tell you that is a lie. If this man did it again and God came through for him, then if you do it again, something will happen. I have been there in this life where I had to do something again. The first time it didn't work. The second time it didn't work. The third time it didn't work. But the fourth time it worked. So for some people, the fifth time it worked. For some people, the sixth time it worked. Many of you have written of decks and yet the results are poor. Write it again. Some of you have prayed about a particular sickness, but it is still there. Do it again. The Bible said the other day, Jesus prayed for a blind man and the man, he couldn't see. The Bible said, Jesus asked, what do you see? And the man said, I see men like trees. And the Bible said, Jesus touched him again. If Jesus did it again, then you will do it again. You will pray again. You will fast again. You will declare again. You will pray again. Do not tell me because I am not seeing the results. I will not do it again. I didn't come to massage your ego. I came to teach you the right thing. You prayed about marriage. It didn't work the first time. You prayed about marriage. It didn't work the second time. You prayed about traveling. It didn't work the third time. But try again. Do it. Do it again. The fact that you planted a coconut tree and the tree didn't germinate. That daughter. That doesn't give you the certificate that you are a failure. It doesn't give you the certificate that you are a poor planter. I came to tell you if you can plant again. I came to tell you if you can sow again. I came to tell you if you can pray again. Something will happen. You are not a loser. You are not a failure. You are not dumb. Come on now. The Bible said the man he woke up early again. He woke up early again. He was ready to leave. And again, the woman's father said, ah. 
some of you, you try again the attacks will come again but this time you overcome some of you will try it again their projections will come again but this time you will conquer some of you will speak to your loved ones again they will try to fight back again but this time the Lord will give you an upper hand just do it again somebody say it after me I will do it again Hear me, hear me. The father in law again said, Have something to eat, then you can leave later this afternoon. What is wrong with this man? day one day two day three day four day five still you are insisting that the man stays some of you you are supposed to leave some homes to go and fulfill your destinies but they keep on insisting oh wait some of you see personally i have lost a lot of good opportunities because of this I have lost good opportunities because of this. There was a time that I had the opportunity to preach to the entire school of Opokuwari School. Many years ago, this is about 2016 or to, about 2016 or 2015. Eight years ago, I had the chance every week I would have been in a school preaching and building the children. I was given the opportunity the leadership approved everything they called me they said man of god you are supposed to start today but the leader i was under he said he he, he always tell me wait you always tell me wait you always tell me wait you always tell me wait 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 he, he kept on telling me wait he kept on telling me wait and i kept on losing good opportunities he, he kept on telling me wait before i realized he had wasted my time for years I know if this man had not delayed me, I would have been doing better by now. I would have been greater than this. I would have been better than this. But there was a man that delayed me was a man that made me retarded there was a man who kept me from moving forward there was some father-in-law who wasn't waiting for me to leave his house yet there was a man who blocked my shine there was a man who wanted to capture my glory you need to understand there are people designed by the devil certain points in our lives to retard us to delay us to be a reproach unto us but i came to tell you it doesn't matter what they will do today if you must live you will live today if you must travel you will travel today if you must start something new you will start today if you must leave the country you will leave today if you must marry you marry her nobody can capture your star i have been victimized and i know how it feels i have been victimized and i know what it takes i know what it is i know what goes into it and i know how bad it can affect you 
so I came to tell somebody that what happened to me will not happen to you what happened to me must not happen to you I didn't endure as a father for the sons under the sound of my voice to also go through the same thing I didn't endure for my daughters under the sound of my voice to go through the same thing say I leap over her say I leap over her say I leap over her say I leave Hear me, hear me. Verse 9, the Bible said, The man got up early to leave, but the father in insisted, Wait until afternoon. So the Bible said, Later, as the man and his concubine and servant were preparing to leave, his father in law came again and he said, Look, it's almost evening, stay the night and enjoy yourself. I don't know whoever that is trying to deceive you with enjoying yourself I don't know whoever that is deceiving you with enjoying yourself some of you think because you are enjoying yourself it is okay there are some kinds of enjoyment they are traps for your soul day one wait day two wait day three wait day four wait day five wait the man says stay behind and enjoy yourself stay behind and enjoy yourself stay behind and enjoy yourself <laughs> this was the reason why i took my time to explain the biblical perspective of what it means to have fun what it means to enjoy yourself eating and drinking and enjoying life complement to complement the hard work that god has given you so whenever you are enjoying and there is no hard work, there is no work to be done, please be careful. This kind of enjoyment might be the kind or it, it, will, it will surely be the kind that will trap you. Because the man was living with his father-in-law. He was staying with him just for five days. He didn't need to labor. He didn't need to work. He was only enjoying. Be careful. Any enjoyment that seems like it's free, <laughs> oh. any kind of enjoyment that seems free be careful there is always a catch and that is why people have a statement or people have a proverb a, a proverb um, how do they even say it that there is no free lunch there is no free lunch it's true the kind of enjoyment you are getting that you think is free be careful the godly kind of enjoyment has hard work attached to it, it the, the, the enjoyment complements the hard work that is what people say work and happiness that is it if you're only working you're only you are only happy there is no the, you are only enjoying the happiness there is no hard work be careful now the bible said the man again said it's almost evening stay the night and enjoy yourself tomorrow you can get up early and be on your way hey, what is this verse 10 the bible said but this time the man was determined to leave the man was determined to leave there is something you need to understand there are people
people who are praying about marriage but they are not determined to marry because even this man he tried to live on the third day but he wasn't able to live because he was not determined he tried to live on the fourth day but he wasn't able to live because he was not determined he tried to live the fifth day but this time the bible said the man was determined many of you claim that you do not want some relationships anymore and yet you are not determined to let go of those people many of you claim that you do not like the results you are seeing and yet you are not determined to do better without this determination how do you expect to affect the results and the outcomes of your results i came to tell somebody without determination your dream will remain a dream and for a for a little while but with time it will only become a distant vision am i speaking to somebody many of you have big dreams but you are only dreamers many of you have big goals but you are only goalkeepers there is nothing you are able to do you set targets that you are unable to meet why because you are not determined it is not about setting a target it is about having the determination to meet your target i don't know if you heard me it is not about setting a target but it's about having the determination to meet that target there are many people who be, who want to be rich there are many people who want to be blessed and yet they are unwilling to pay the price of determination because without determination and the price that goes with it your dream will remain a dream your vision will remain a vision and your goals will only end up filling empty sheets I don't know if I am speaking to somebody but I know there is a student listening to me there is a politician listening to me there is a social media activist listening to me there is a preacher listening to me there is a businessman listening to me it is not enough to have a company target you must have the determination you must have the willpower you must have the, 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 the mandate and the single mindedness that it takes to accomplish those tasks hear me hear me but this time the man was determined to live so there are people who want to live and there are people who are determined to live de determined to live people have who want to be blessed and there are those who are determined to be blessed there are people have who want to marry her and there are those who are determined to be married there are those who want and there are those who are determined now I want to ask are you part of those who are wanting her or you are part of those who are determining her because without determination you can never determine her what comes your way you can never determine her what you go for her Am I speaking to somebody here? Adu Salima Katopa, Asheta Paradosha, Ikatimata. If you are listening, shout yes. So I just want you to go back and check your life and the statements you make. Papa, I want to do this. Papa, I want to do this. 
Papa, I want to do this. My brother, I want to do this. My sister, I want to do this. This has nothing to do with your want. What I want to see you say or hear you say is that I am determined to do this. I am determined to buy this. I am determined to acquire this. I am determined to accomplish this. I am determined to buy this. I am determined to build this. I am determined to have this. I am determined to do this. Not wanting to do this. I want to do this. I want to do that. There are too many people who are wishing. I want to do this. I want to do that. Be determined to do that thing. But this time, the man was determined to leave. So the Bible said, he took his two saddled donkeys and his concubine and headed in the direction. Headed in the direction he took he took he took and he was headed in the direction of jebus you need to understand something a determined person has two main things that he cannot do without number one the tools the equipment that he takes up to accomplish his goals Follow carefully. Follow carefully. The man was determined to live. Being determined to live is not just a statement. Or it is not just an act. The Bible said he took his two donkeys. He took. What weapons do you have in, in hand? What, what equipment do you have in hand? What tools do you have in hand? You want to have your master's degree and yet you are not applied in any school. How do you want to do the master's degree? You want to have a particular, you want to do a particular course and yet you do not have anything, any tool, any equipment, any, what, what are you doing? You are determined to do what exactly? every determined person listen i am speaking like a lecturer today and it is very important to me that you learn this people of prayer life a determined person number one he takes up his mandate he takes up his tools his equipment his capital his business plan and the bible said and he was headed in that direction which direction are you walking in today which direction for somebody that wants to be a preacher in the future you are walking in the direction of a swimmer what are you doing at sea For somebody that wants to be an influencer, you do not even have a smartphone. You don't even care about data bundle. Think about it. Your direction is so wrong. And a brother of mine always says this. 
in a wrong direction. Speed is not an advantage. How can you claim this is what you want to become and yet you are walking in a different direction? You can never be the son of God if you are not willing to walk the path of Jesus Christ. The path of spirituality, the path of knowledge, the path of dedication and commitment, the path of purity and holiness. You can never be the high priest, the son of God, without walking the path of Jesus Christ. Many of you under the sound of my voice, your direction is wrong. You are headed in the wrong direction. You want to be a worshiper and yet you are singing reggae. Think about it. Then you are not determined. Number one, you do not have any tools. You do not have any equipment. You do not have any sense of direction. You want to be a field agent, but you always go out wearing heels. These things do not make any sense. Your equipment are wrong. Your tools are wrong. Your outfit is wrong. Your attire is wrong. Your attitude is wrong. Your lifestyle is wrong. How do you expect to achieve the things you want to achieve? You want to be an online minister? You do not have any good device or you do not even have any good uh, microphone to speak through for people to hear you. When you know that the work you are doing is all about what people are hearing. Now what is the point of people hearing or what is the point of, of determining to become something that you are unwilling to build yourself for, to invest into, to, to, to push everything you have on the inside. I have seen businessmen who empty their accounts just to push the agenda of their companies. I have seen businessmen who, who push everything they have, even including that which their wives have, into their companies because they are moving in a particular direction. And these days, you will see preachers out there, they do not even have shoes. How do you expect to be in the field without shoes? How do you expect for people to come around you when you are not smelling right? Don't you know the work you are doing? is the work is the work of God for the people whether you like it or not people will come around you you must smell right you must smell right you must look right you must look strong I do not think you expect the president of any country to come to come giving a speech with an iPad because that thing shows a level of weakness there is no president in this world who will ever appear publicly with that thing on their face with even of weakness. Do you not understand where I am pushing you to? You need to develop. You need to grow. You need to open up your mind. There is a price to pay for what that which you determine. You are determined to become. We have too many lazy Christians these days in the church who are unwilling to invest in their career, unwilling to invest in their ministry, unwilling to invest in their business up who do you think will build that work for you who do you think will do that thing for you are you looking at me what are you looking at me for
man of God, I know I have a calling. What do you do? Talk with your friends on the phone all day. You do not have the time to open your Bible. What kind of calling is this? The price of determination. The man took his two saddled donkeys. He, he took his concubine. He was headed in the direction of Jebus. Because when we talk about determination, we are talking about resolution. We are talking about resolve. We are talking about resoluteness. We are talking about willpower. When we talk about determination, we are talking about the strength of will. We are talking about the strength of character. We are talking. We are talking about single-mindedness. When we talk about determination, we are talking about the sense of purpose. When we talk about determination, we are talking about the firmness of purpose. As we are talking about the fixity of purpose. The purposefulness. We are talking about the intentness. We are talking about decision. We are talking about decidedness. We are talking about steadfastness. Whenever we talk about determination, we are talking about perseverance persistence tenacity when we are talking about determination come on now we are talking about tenaciousness we are talking about staying power we are talking about strong mindedness we are talking about backbone when we are talking about determination we are talking about the bulldog spirit whenever we are talking about determination we are talking about stubbornness we are talking about doggedness we are talking about obstinacy whenever we are talking about determination we are talking about invisibility we are talking about spiritedness we are talking about braveness bravery boldness whenever we are talking about determination we are talking about courage courageousness and stout-heartedness determination the unwillingness to heed, unwillingness to give in. The Bible said on the fourth day, the man gave in to his father-in-law and his request. Determination is the controlling or deciding of something's outcome. Verse 11. Verse 11, the Bible said, It was late in the day when they neared Jebus, and the man's servant said to him, Let's stop at this Jebusite town and spend the night there. Verse 12, the Bible said, No, his master said, We can't stay in this foreign town where there are no Israelites. Instead, we will go on to Gibeah. I don't know her place you find yourself that there are no natives around her there are no relatives around her there are no friends around her do not be scared in the spirit of determination you will excel in the spirit of determination you will arise those of you who are about to leave you will arise those of you who find yourself in foreign countries you will arise those of you who are already in foreign countries you will arise those of you 
you are listening to us from France, Adumakate from Germany, from UK, from London, Azolemakate Paradox, Ikatopa, even from India, those of you who are listening to us, Ikoramadabata, Ikalamata, from Netherlands, you might find yourself in a strange country, but you will arise. You might find yourself in a place where you are not familiar, but you will arise. It doesn't matter where you be from today. You will arise. Come what may. You will arise. Come what may. You will arise. Kadimata. You seem like a foreigner, but you will not be for too long. You seem like a new person, but you will not be for too long. You feel, it feels like you are the latest person in town, but you will not feel lonely anymore. I see this is the price of determination. I came to encourage somebody. Shout push. I came to encourage somebody. Shout push. I came to encourage somebody. Shout push. Hear me, verse 12, verse 13, the Bible said, come on, let's try to get as far as Gibeah, or, and we will spend the night in one of those towns, verse 14, so they went on, the sun was setting as they came to Gibeah, a town in the land of Benjamin, verse 15, so they stopped, they stopped there to spend the night. <laughs> they went on the sun was setting as they came to Gibeah I don't know where the sun set on you I don't know where you got to in life that your sun set on you there are people under the sound of my voice at a certain point you were doing so well but now all of a sudden it is as though the sun is set but I came to tell you that same sun that set on you I declare it shall arise in your favor it shall arise in your favor your sun will not set forever your sun will rise again your star will not set forever your star will rise again in the mighty name of Jesus I don't know when your breakthrough ended but I came to tell you it is coming back I don't know when your miracles ended but I came to tell you it is coming back I don't know when your blessings ended but I came to tell you it is coming back I don't know when your joy ended but I came to tell you it is coming back it is coming back I don't know if somebody is listening to me. Some of you, the sun has been set on you 
for too long. For too long. For too long. <laughs> Verse 15, the Bible said, So they stopped there to spend the night. They rested in the town square, but no one took them in for the night. Nobody took them in for the night. Verse 16, the Bible said, That evening, an old man came home from his work in the fields. He was from the hill country of Ephraim, but he was living in Gibeah, where the people were from, the tribe of Benjamin. Verse 17, when he saw the travelers sitting in the town square, he asked them where they were, where they were from, and where they were going. <laughs> Listen. Listen, there is something I want you to learn here. The Bible said when the old man saw the travelers sitting in a town or in the town square, he asked them where they were from and where they were going. Before you will ever bring people into your home, you must firstly take the time to learn about where they came from and where they are going never team up with a person or never allow a person to come close to you just because you know where they are going where they are coming from is equally important the person could be a fugitive the person could be a criminal the person could be the reason for your downfall I have seen many men of God who have teamed up with other men of God because they shared a common vision without knowing each other's history in any way. And as a result of that, they ended up falling together. Before you allow people into your inner circle, powerful men and women under the sound of my voice, listen to me before you will ever allow people into your circle learn about where they are coming from what they have been through where they were who they were before you met them and now learn about where they are going when you check the life of jesus the genealogy of jesus was given right from david the bible didn't just start with jesus and his birth no because for us to be able to accept jesus and allow him into the innermost part of our lives to allow him to be the central part of our lives we must firstly learn about where he is coming from that is why the bible took the time to speak about jesus when he was 12 years old and when he got missing and some of the instances that happened in his life even though most of these days were not very relevant for us today because the things Jesus did as a youth we would not need to do that because we are not youth today but the, the reason the Bible takes the time to speak about that is because for you to be able to truly accept Jesus you must firstly know where he came from before you know where he is going come on I thought I was speaking to somebody now there are some of you you have called people your best friends you have called people your innermost one but yet you know nothing about their past you know nothing about where they have been you know nothing about where they 
came from you just share a common vision together and so you are working together be careful this is why you must never joke with your old friends because for your old friends you grew up with them you saw where they came from and now you know where God is taking them The man asked, where are you coming from? Where are you going? Verse 18, they said, we have been in Bethlehem in Judah. We are on our way to a remote area in the hill country of Ephraim, which is my home. I traveled to Bethlehem and now I am returning home. But no one has taken us in for the night. I don't know who is not, who is so unwilling to take you in. To support you, to give you that loan. To give you that opportunity. But there is an old man coming. When I say an old man, I do not just mean an aged man but i also mean a man with wisdom a man with knowledge a man that is enlightened a man that is connected a man that knows what he is talking about a man that is a big man you know in ghana we have those who are into big manism and we have the big men come on i don't know if i just spoke to somebody i said in ghana we have those who are into big manism they have nothing these ones they are not connected these ones they talk anyhow but we have the big men these big men have they can give you admissions up these big men have they can change your life up these big men have they can buy houses for you up these big men they can give you vast lands up these big men have they can make you travel up these big men they can change the course of your life up these are the old men i am talking about i am not talking about that sugar daddy i am not talking about that man that has nothing i'm not talking about that man up that has three eyes up and wants to add you up, up as the new side check no i am talking about an aged man I am talking about a man of wisdom I am talking about a man that is enlightened I'm talking about a big man in the eyes of God come on from tonight because of your determination your life will change and you shall meet the man that will take you in for the night the man that will take you in for the first 10 years of your life the man that will support you for the first 20 years of your life the man that will hold your business up there are men who can single-handedly hold your business for years up these are the men i am talking about i'm not talking about those who give you 200 cities up and they ask to see you up in a hotel room up i'm not talking about those up who buy you up bell aqua up just a small bottle up and they ask to see you up in a hotel room i am not talking about a man up who buys you up just a pack of rice up and he asks to see you up in your hotel room this nonsense must stop verse 19 even though we have everything we need we have straw to feed sorry we have straw and feed for our donkeys and plenty of bread and wine for ourselves verse 20 you are welcome to stay with me the old man said listen to this carefully the man the man didn't have a place to stay for the night but he said oh god even though we have everything we need 
the man said they had everything they needed and yet they needed a place to stay what am i saying some of you you have all you need and yet there is still something you are lacking that is what i'm talking about they had straw but you cannot stay in that straw they had feed for their donkeys but they cannot stay under that feed they had water to feed them they had plenty of bread but the bread cannot be the roof over your head are you learning something do not be too complacent thinking you have it all you don't you cannot sleep under that bread you cannot sleep under that straw you have a laptop and so what you have you have an iphone and so what do you think that is all this life is about you still need a place to stay which means there is something you are lacking please humble yourself and allow god to work even though we have everything we need and yet you have no place to stay some of you are very rich and yet you sleep alone at night and you know it's not easy ask them let them tell you the 20s will not understand but i'm t- you ask the women who are over 30 now let them tell you some of them will smile but let them smile <laughs> Jakura da vada vada dosh. Wahala for those who are not married. Wahala for those who are not married. Shay. <laughs> Nanajwa is still a student. She won't understand. She's still young. She won't understand. How do you be so much? I said, "Me person me put dino." Because maybe I'll put dino and I ask him. But ah, those of you who do not understand the language I'm speaking, forgive my Spanish. The Bible said, the man said, "You are welcome to stay with me." The old man said, "I will give you anything you might need." But they just said, "We have need for nothing." But yet the man said, "We will give you everything you need." But whatever you do, don't spend the night in the square. Sewa, whatever you do, don't spend the night in that house. Abigail, whatever you do, don't spend the night with that guy. Kinke, whatever you do, don't spend the night there there is a place that you are not supposed to spend the night there is a place there is a place that's a place you are not supposed to spend the night there why did you spend the night there in the first place why 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 these are words for the wise those who understand will understand but the bible said in verse 21 i will have to break my message into part one and two because i haven't even covered 50 percent yet so i'll have to preach part one today this is part one and i'll preach part two next week because our time is already far spent
Is somebody with me? I am taking it slow because I want you to sink it in. I, I, I tell you all the time. Do not tag me as the kind of preacher who is always on fire and... No, I can preach as slow as you can imagine. I can preach in whichever dimension the Holy Spirit takes me. Because what I am doing, I am not using my ability. I am tapping into the strengths of the Holy Spirit. So I can, I can minister in whichever dimension. I can minister slowly. So it is up to you to sensitize yourself to what the Holy Spirit is doing. For you to think, say, today when we joined, Papa was slow, so everything was slow. You are not spiritual. We are at verse 21 now. When we get to verse 25, I think I'll hold on for part two. The price of determination. Follow this carefully. Verse 21. So the old man took them home with him and fed the donkeys. They said, they said audibly, we have the feed for our donkeys. But the Bible said, the old man took them home and fed their donkeys. Do you know what it means? Even the things you can afford, still people will buy for you the order you can afford still somebody will buy for you the highlander you can afford still somebody will buy for you the mansion you can afford still somebody will buy for you this is the blessing of God give and it shall be given unto you pressed down shaking together and running over will I cause men to give unto your bosom blessings do not come your way because you do not have we have developed the mindset that god only gives those who do not have that is a lie i came to disprove it i came to tell somebody the things you have people will still bring your way the blessings you have people will still bring your way the feed you have people will still bring your way the things you have people will still bring your way and they will add the things you don't have until you have abundance on every side you have a job and yet they will bring you another job you have an appointment and yet they will bring you another appointment you will have something good and yet they will bring you another good thing I don't know if I am speaking to somebody if only you are ready to receive then you can receive it now you can receive it now you can receive it now they said we have feed for our donkeys and yet the man fed their donkeys you will have money to pay your fees and yet they will pay it for you you will have money to pay your bills and yet they will pay it for you hey have you seen the blessing of god you shall experience it from today 
Listen to this. Verse 21, the Bible said, After they washed their feet, they ate and drank together. After they washed their feet, after why is the Bible saying this? Why is the Bible adding this? The Bible could have just gone ahead to say they ate and drank together, but the Bible said, After they washed their feet, after they washed their feet, you must learn to place emphasis on cleaning than eating. I will never eat when there is work to be done. When there is cleaning to be done, I will I will finish cleaning before I eat. Too many Christians today are lazy and are untidy and are filthy and 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 are not correct. They will eat in the filth. They will drink in the filth. They will bath in the filth. What is wrong with you? After they washed their feet, they ate. Learn to clean your house before you think about food. Keep your house tidy. What is wrong with you? After they washed their feet, they ate and they drank. Some of you are sick not because of any demonic attacks your fingernails these things are all important wash your hair ladies wash your hair what is wrong with you come on now nobody's talking about these things anymore the bible doesn't place value on 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 cleanliness anymore who told you Church is not just about giving and sowing seeds and coming to worship and praying and praising God and going back dirty. Clean, clean up, please. Clean up. Verse 22. The Bible said, while they were enjoying themselves, some of you, while you were enjoying yourself that was when you let it slip that was when you let your prayer life slip that was when you let your spiritual life slip and now see the kind of bondage you are under while they were enjoying themselves a crowd of troublemakers from the town surrounded the house a crowd of troublemakers will always come from the devil to you and surround your house whenever you are enjoying yourself so never think because you are happy the devil is on break if you didn't hear me i am saying it i'm saying it again never think the devil is on break because you are winning. You are not sick anymore. Does it mean the devil is on break? <laughs> While they were enjoying themselves, a crowd of troublemakers. Why does the Bible make statements like this? The Bible could have just said a crowd of troublemakers. But the Bible didn't just go ahead to say that. The Bible said, while they were enjoying themselves be careful this was why i was still taking my time to explain to you what it means to have fun in a christian sense 
some of you it was just a single phone that they got for you all of a sudden you didn't have time for anything anymore all you want to do is to stay on tiktok all you want to do is to stay on ig now you don't have the time to join podbean anymore you are making excuses telling us you don't have the app telling us you don't have the space to download the app you are making excuses because you are happy be careful the devil is not on break because you are happy The Bible said they began beating at the door, shouting to the old man, bring out the man who is staying with you so that we can have sex with him. Bring out the man who is staying with you so that we can have sex with him. Those of you who think gayism is a new thing, you are funny. Cross dresses, queer. These things are not new. The Bible said, Solomon said, I have observed carefully and I have come to know that indeed, truly, there is nothing new under the sun. You think men painting their fingernails is men painting their fingernails is, is a new thing that has come? Men walking like women, oh, men saying, Feel free to call me she, feel free to call me her, a man. <laughs> These things were in the Bible way before we had a name for them. They said, they, they began beating at the door. At least some of you, you are even lucky. The queer people are not beating at your door today. In those days, they will come and beat on your door. Please come out. We want to have sex with you. We want to have sex. The men came. Oh God, such an embarrassment. they began beating at the door shouting to the old man bring out the man who is staying with you so that we can have sex with him verse 23 the old man stepped outside to talk to them listen to this carefully this means that it was the lifetime of the people the old man knew it was the life of the people of Gibeah. so you realize that in you you realize what will happen they will kill all of them but you hold your fire the old man stepped outside to talk to them no my brothers don't know my brothers or not my sisters who it wasn't the woman that came it was the men no my brothers bros pa, bros bros are asking to have sex with another bro so it is not a new thing so these days when i see people's response to things i ask do they read the bible hey hey these days these days who said these days <laughs> those days they existed they have always been there even before we had a name for them it's just new times that have come follow carefully <laughs> no my brothers don't do such an evil thing for this man is a guest in my house and such a thing will be shameful here Take my virgin daughter and this man's concubine. <sighs> see, see what the old man is saying. Take my virgin daughter. Take my virgin daughter. And take this man's concubine. What is wrong with these people? Everybody is sick. Even the old man is sick. Lot did the same thing. What a, what, what a disgraceful thing that the people of 
Sodom and Gomorrah come. They want to sleep with the angels. And the Bible said, Lot comes out to say, I will give you my, my virgin daughters to, to sleep with them, to do whatever you want to do with them. The Bible said, the angel said, they will not allow it. What is wrong with this generation? This generation has always been sick. This generation was born sick. It is not a new thing. These things existed years before. Men are coming to sleep with men. And then a man is saying, I'll give you my virgin daughter. What is wrong with you? Are you okay? Watch this. The man said, I will bring them out to you. And you can abuse them and do whatever you like. These people are sick. Look at the words they are using. I'll give my virgin daughter to you so that you can abuse them and do whatever you like. Are you even following the story at all? I'll give them to you so that you can abuse them and do whatever you like. <laughs> the Bible said, but don't do such a shameful thing to this man but they wouldn't listen to him so the levite took hold of his concubine and pushed her out of the door those of you you think they love you the levite took hold of his concubine and pushed her out of the door he doesn't give a hoot about the woman this is the same woman that the man traveled in the beginning of the story the, the man traveled to a different country to go and speak to her personally some of you you have your 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 men or your, your the people you are cheating with and the people you are sleeping with you have them driving for hours to come and visit you in your home and you think it is because they love you <laughs> you are so naive it's so shocking these days i do not tell people to repent i tell you enjoy your life do whatever you want to do but know that at the end of the day there is an account that you will give on every single deed that you will do on earth so you feel free do whatever you want to do at the end of the day it will be written that the prophet vincent Chamartin told you that you shall give an account on every single thing you do on earth the levite the man that comes from the order of the priest the line of men of god and the man comes and there are men looking to, looking for him to sleep with him and he pushes the side check outside so that they can do whatever they want to do with her. such a man oh papa, papa he loves me i don't know but he loves me okay wait till there are troublemakers knocking on their doors wait until there are troublemakers surrounding their homes wait until there are troublemakers reporting you to their wives you will see the bible said he pushed the the woman out of the door heartless man the men of the town abused her all night Taking turns, raping her until morning. Hey. Taking turns, raping her until morning. Finally, at dawn, they let her go. They raped the woman from night to dawn. Taking turns, all the men of the city. Ah. 
May your life never be offered up as an evil sacrifice for a company as an evil sacrifice for a family may your life never be offered up as an evil sacrifice for a community even for a church that they will use your life and sacrifice you for the benefit of the rest they sacrifice the concubine for the benefit of the rest this will never be your story nobody will sacrifice you to become rich nobody will sacrifice you to have a good church nobody will sacrifice you to have a good company nobody will sacrifice you to, to have a good thing what is wrong with these people? I'm still speaking another thing. The price of determination. This is a long-term goal. So you need to understand. You need to understand the full story. To see the bigger picture. Taking turns. Raping her until morning. Some of you are with some Levi's. And you think they love you some women you are with some levi's you think they love you some men you are with some levi's you think they love you levi's in this context are loaded boys those guys those rich guys those guys be a gang for when they come they have a, a particular way that they look they have a particular way that they dress they have some cars that they drive some of you, you are into lavish boys some of you, you are into lush boys luxurious boys these are the levi's we are talking about they will sacrifice you one of these days there are many ways of sacrifice blood sacrifice is only one of them some of you they sacrifice you they will sacrifice you you will not get good results in your exams you will not get good results in school they have sacrificed your life they have sacrificed your education they have sacrificed your results you love loaded boys when you see rich boys you don't know what to do with your life when you see lavish boys they do this they they, they have this in their rooms they have this they have that they have that they have this they drive this he has this sneaker he has this phone he has iphone 14 he has that lavish boys lush boys old men do not think like this mature men do not think like this i do not have the time to worry about phones and iphones and all that i don't i don't have that time I don't have that time i'm telling you fun fact i am richer than most of the people here as even most of the people listening to us just completed school of course i'm richer than most of the people here but i'm sure the phones most of you are using are far rich, are far more expensive than mine I, I don't have the time for those i have better things to worry about i have people that i'm investing into i'm investing in their lives i have i have a ministry to worry about i have the the destinies of people to worry about i have my relationship with god to worry about i have my marriage to worry about i don't have the time for lavish things lavish cars luxurious lifestyle i've eaten here before i've slept here before i've been in this hotel before going on vacations every weekend i don't have the time for those things i am too busy to worry about these things it is only children who think like that if you are here and you are with these levites these loaded boys these lavish boys these lush boys these luxurious boys i pray that one of these days they will push you out of the door you see how it feels they will push you out of the door they will drop you in the middle of nowhere they will tell you get out of my car foolish girl you will see one of these days they will push you out of the door you will know what it feels 
you are coming from a humbling family instead of you to humble yourself and live within your means you have a standard you have a standard hey. these days women are exchanging their destinies with money and they call it pleasure exchanging your destiny with money and you are calling it pleasure because they are giving you money and you are giving them sex they are giving you are giving them sex they are giving you money you are giving them sex and you are calling it pleasure this is an exchange this is a ritual you are giving you are selling your destiny you are selling your future for this thing people are exchanging their inheritances in god with adulterers and, and they call it chilling and, and having fun what is wrong with the people of our generation what is wrong come on when you look at me you will think that i am so guy i am so guy guy but deep on the inside i am an old man i do not think like a youth i do not think like a man i think like an old man deep within me i do not act like a young person because on the inside of me lives an immortal god that is the ancient God he doesn't permit me to act my age I always act like I am too old and that is not by choice that is how the Lord has made me to be old men do not have the time pleasure 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 chilling having fun verse 26 at daybreak the woman returned to the house where her husband was staying she collapsed at the door and she lay there until morning nobody cared about the woman you think they love you wait until you are bleeding you think they love you wait until you take a seat one of these days you write a book i am not so so and so haven't mentioned anybody's name but if you do not change your lifestyle one of these days you write a book i am not so so and so verse 27 when her husband opened the door to leave the man was not opening the door to go and look for the woman the man was opening the door to leave which meant he didn't care whether the woman returned or not do not be naive my sister there lay his concubine with her hands on the threshold the door frame of the door she laid right in front of the door till morning and she died there and she died there and nobody cared about her nobody was concerned nobody was worried nobody was disturbed listen make sure you spend your life around people who love you around people who care for you not people who want to have fun with you some of you your friends are only friends because you have fun together <laughs> wait till you lose your dad even the funeral they won't come wait till you lose your mom even the funeral they won't come wait till you have an important event even that event they won't come if it is not having fun they are not there 
Verse 28, he said, Get up, let's go. Ha! What a heartless man. What a heartless man. He said, Get up. He doesn't care. He, oh God. Woman, listen to me. I don't know why the Lord keeps keep is keeping me in this direction. I don't know why the Lord is keeping me in this direction. But listen to me, woman. If you end up with somebody that doesn't love you, the rest of your life you will be miserable. I didn't come to preach about relationship and marriage, but the Lord wants me to hit on this matter because the root of all this started with a relationship. This this whole story is going to end in a civil war. But hold on, that is part two. But it all started with a relationship. Some of you, it will start with a kiss. Some of you, it will start with a hug. Some of you, it will start with a with a peg. But if you are not careful, it will start with Antoine. I'm telling you, it will. It, sorry, it will end with Antoine. It will end with Antenna. I am telling you. She also for it's not easy. The, the the couple that hate themselves too much if you listen to their story you'll be shocked how come they got here they used to be in love they used to care for each other they used to respect each other but all of a sudden something changed today they are sworn enemies they are sworn enemies the man got out he said get up and let's go he doesn't care what happened he doesn't care whether she's breathing he doesn't care whether she's okay he doesn't care whether he's whether she's thirsty he doesn't care about none of that the bible says he just got out he said get up let's go but there was no answer so he put her body on his donkey and took her home hey he put her body on his donkey and took her home and the man is heartless he doesn't care verse 29 when he got home he took a knife cut the concubine's body into 12 pieces <laughs> god when he got home he, he hey, the man didn't weep the man didn't cry the man didn't feel anything he cut the woman's body into 12 pieces then he sent one piece to each tribe throughout the territory of israel verse 30 everyone who who saw it said such a horrible crime has been committed in all sorry they said such a horrible crime has not been committed in all the time since israel left egypt they had never seen anything like that before the man cut the woman's body into 12 pieces he will send the the legs to the north the arms to the south the 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 heart to another part the head to another part look at this may god punish anybody 
who is just waiting for you to die to cut you into pieces may god punish anybody who is waiting for your father to die to cut him into pieces may god punish anybody who is waiting for your parents to die to cut them into pieces because of the house they built because of the cars they bought because of the life they have lived because of their children that god is blessing may the lord punish anybody that wishes the downfall of, of your family in jesus mighty name such wickedness think about it what are we going to do who is going to speak up ladies and gentlemen this is going to be the end of part one the price of determination this man he is a sick man but he is a determined man there is a reason why he cut the pieces the woman into 12 pieces and sent them to the different tribes of israel the man is a sick man but the sick man was a determined man do not joke with the power of determination and the price it takes the price you have to pay people i'll speak more about determination next week i'll speak more about determination next week but listen be careful the people you roll with be careful the people you 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 spend time with you should never spend time with sick people when i say sick people i am not talking about somebody that has malaria i am talking about somebody that has a mental problem firstly you bring a woman from bethlehem you bring her home you make her your concubine just like that without showing any love the woman then gets angry and then the woman says she can't stay with you anymore she goes to sleep with someone else and she moves back to her father's house for four months after four months you follow up with the woman you go to your father your father-in-law's home and then you stay there for five days on the fifth day you carry the woman along you go and stay with an old man in a place called Gibia after staying there in that night people come they want to sleep with you and this same woman that you traveled miles for you just push her to them you just throw her, throw her to the wolves a sick man this man has a mental problem he is determined but he has a mental problem they rape the woman until she is almost about to faint they release the woman the woman comes back home but is not able to enter the door and she collapses just at the entrance and nobody bothers to even open the door to see if she will be coming back and then they the woman stays there from dawn until day and then she dies the man gets up to leave calls onto the woman get up and let's go he doesn't even reach out try to lift her until he realizes the woman is dead he just carries her dead body and throws her onto his donkey he gets home miles later and then and, and and just just casts the woman's body into 12 pieces what is wrong with you a sick man may the lord save you from sick men may god save you from sick women people with mental problems Abba. it is my prayer that as we have begun this journey of determination you will learn the price 
that you might have to pay to be determined i pray that everybody under the sound of my voice shall be steadfast in the spirit of prayer in the spirit of unity in this atmosphere of this holy communion i pray that above all else you shall grow along with the rest of us that none of you shall be left behind that as we are growing you will grow as the lord is blessing us you'll be blessed as the lord is building us you'll be built in jesus mighty name thank you for being a part of our sunday impact service remember this is a mini series it is just going to be part one and two so this is not a full message this is only 50 percent of my message next week sunday i'll come your way with the second part thank you very much god bless you so much my name is vincent chamatin i love you all